We're on ahead of time. Got everything together. And already our favorite person spat me a question in a group chat. <laughs> get to that get to that in a few minutes. And in my mind's eye, I was cussing out the I was cussing out the setup. So we'll get we'll, we'll get to and through all of that. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Sports Sensei is Unleashed. That's Drew. I'm Brian. And we're gonna get to a lot of football talk, but we're gonna start with a WWE takeover again. Whew. Snowman, it has been absolutely ridiculous what we have been witnessing here with the WWE since the start of this new year. Yep. Uh, you know, Vince McMahon announces he's coming back, but on the business side of things, won't be messing with creative or whatnot. And then all of a sudden, Stephanie McMahon, while we're having a show last Tuesday night, Rob and I were having episode 71. Mm -hmm. Breaking news during the show, Stephanie McMahon resigns around 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, Tuesday evening, and uh, gives the full CEO compatibilities with Nick Khan, who will then be running WWE as far as the CEO standpoint. But who's really running WWE? Because oh, we already, know. We already Vince, know the answer to that question. Vince has had the majority shareholding since, you know, the beginning of time, you know, he, you know, he sold some stock off, repurchased it, kitty in the house. But say, when hi, you, say hi, Winnie. What's up, Winnie? This is Win this is Winnie. Winnie's she got up to the house again. She's Where's been. It? She came. In, she she got up here. She got up here to the main house and just been crying. Haven't you? Right, well, Winnie, Winnie and Vince McMahon have something in common, Snowman. They are destined for the limelight. They cannot stay out of it. So Winnie is here with us in the limelight as we talk about <laughs> Vinny Mac. And Snowman, Vinny Mac with the shareholding. He's had the majority shareholding. Mm -hmm. At some point, if there was going to be a sale, we knew this was going to happen. Now, yep. what he's told creative is, he just wants to basically entertain the thoughts of a potential sale going forward, meaning I feel like he's going to continue to, you know, play around with this whole sale thing for the next six to 12 months and then eventually decide not to sell it and mm -hmm. then just basically restructure things back to where they were. He right. may decide to leave creative with, with Triple H because of how the ratings have been over the last six to eight months since he lost control or gave up control of the creative you know, process. Right. Because if he steps in now and makes major changes, you're going to lose a lot of viewership. A lot of talent's going to want to jump ship. We're going to have a huge debacle all over again. But yeah. Stephanie McMahon leaving speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, she saw that and headed for the hills. She saw uh, Vince McMahon back in back in WWE in any in any capacity. She saw him back in, and first of all said, "Are you kidding me?" And then, "Oh hell no!" And and on top of that, she ran for the hills. She ran for the hills. I mean, do you blame her at this point in time? Nope. No, I mean, she was on a leave of absence before he even decided to step down anyway. And now mm -hmm. that the heat's over, like, you know, he's already paid his money out. Everybody's hushing up now because he spent of the course. money necessary to, to keep it hush-hush. Mm -hmm. You know, all these things are happening behind the scenes. He comes back, wants to bring in, you know, regain control, then brings in, like, 
two or no, it was three new board members that were existing board members that he had during his last tenure because he knows they are yes people and will definitely you give him the most that it. he needs. Basically, yes men. Yeah. So yes man. If he decides to be part of creative, which I feel like at this point in his life at 77 years old, you know, he doesn't need to be taking on all the things that he was taking on at one point because he was slipping through the cracks with different things and they came to light, which right. you know, what he was doing was a pretty big crack to be slipping into. But mm -hmm. when you think about all that in perspective, if he does this part just to potentially sell it, even though they were talking about selling it to the Saudi Arabian group last yep. week, which was a huge, huge rumor. That's not potentially happened. AEW is not going to swoop him in and buy it. This is going to be a long process that is going to drag out through the majority of this year because mm -hmm. they have a media rights deal they're negotiating that they will sign in 2024 with other Peacock and Fox and all that. All that stuff they set up five, well, now four years ago, it expires at the end of this year. Yeah. 2024 is a big year in professional wrestling. The media rights deal for WWE and AEW expire and had to be renegotiated before those dates in 2024. 2023 is going to be a big year in wrestling. And I don't think that Vince is going to want to screw it up too bad because right. if he does, it's going to mess up with the media rights deal. It and is. He already is aware of how things have been since he's left. He needs to stay behind the scenes, keep his fingers out of creative, and just let the people do what they do best and just let the ship keep cruising upward. Yeah. Because it took him a long time to get back to this point. And it's like I mentioned, do you remember the w, do you remember to get the FL campaign? Mm -hmm. 2002 and how that went sideways? Yeah, it, it was wild. I mean, you know, World Wildlife Fund comes in, swoops in, takes the name. You know, I don't think that things would be any different with the F. I think for the fans' viewership, potentially, maybe. Uh, you know, but as far as the product itself and how it got stale for a while and then how we had the resurgence of 2022, yeah. I think all that would have gone down the same. You know, I don't think that the having an F or an E on the end would have made a difference, but right. I'm with you. I would have much rather had that F on there because it was a yeah. lot cooler when I was a kid to say the WWF champion yep. than when yeah, we're getting and older and say the WWE champion. That's no, right. like, that's yeah. right. I grew up with WWF. Yeah. I yeah, grew up here. with WWF. Uh, Sick Diggy joining us from Norway. He has been plotting the whole time uh, he was away. You agree with that? Uh, yes, I Me believe too. so. Me too. And I was I was jokingly saying this, and like until he sells his shares, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. And just like Triple H told the talent in the meeting on uh, Friday night before the SmackDown show aired live, he said that Vince is only here to do the business side of things. Wants nothing to do, or I wouldn't say he didn't say he didn't want anything to do, but he was going to let people do what they do best and not shake things up. However, he said the same thing on December 20th when he sent the email up back, uh, email out to everyone that said he intends on re returning in January. Yep. With the voting for his side, which it was because he has 70% voting power. So, of course, mm -hmm. he voted himself back in. Of course. So, when you think about all that, he tells Triple H to tell them, like, you know, yeah, he's not going to be a part of the creative process. He's going to make suggestions, but at the end of the day, Triple H has the ultimate say-so in what happens. But at any time, that could be vetoed because Triple H then told them at the very end of the meeting, you know, anything can happen. So just mm -hmm. basically keep doing what you're doing. Let's keep driving these numbers the way they are. And if, if we keep driving great numbers and we do what we do best, he's going to leave us alone and just stick with the business side of it. Because yeah. Vince has had over 40, 50 years of being a part of the creative process. He needs to yeah. stay out of it now. Yeah. 
we'll see how uh, my closing statement will be. Let's see how long that lasts. Yeah, yeah that's, good. that's all I got to say. We'll we'll see how long that lasts. Speaking of how long something lasts, how long will the game last tonight before it becomes blowout city? We'll get to that and all the wildest of the wild card from wild card weekend when the sports sensei is continued. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Do you like pricking your fingers to test your blood sugar levels? No one does, but it's important to maintain your health. And now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you don't need to prick your fingers anymore. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. And if you have Medicare or most major insurance coverage, you may be able to get a new CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Shipping is free and we'll even bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now to learn how to end the painful finger sticks and get your own continuous glucose monitor or CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. do a TED talk but I don't have anything to talk about yet. I'm getting there. Life is for the living. We're not here that long. You can learn anything you want to learn without any money spent. What do I really enjoy? What do I really want out of life? I am your host W-I-Z-E. Are you in a life holding pattern? Well this is for you. Welcome to the Stuck In My Mind podcast. And welcome to those of you listening throughout all of our affiliates uh, on the audio side, as well as all the folks that are dialed into us via TuneIn. All right, let's get to the meat of the program, which is the wildest of the wild cards. And Sam Hubbard rescued the Bengals last night. We said last night when we did uh, in-around sports debate that that game would be a wash. It was until Sam Hubbard rescued the Bengals. Snowman, the first, we, we, we didn't miss anything in the first yeah. quarter or whatnot that we missed while doing that episode, and we, we called that spot on. We did. Now, uh, I did watch the majority of the remainder of the game. I did happen to miss that fumble return until I had to watch this morning because I passed out, you know, from doing a show yesterday and doing stuff throughout the day yesterday. And, right. and, you know, we had football, you know, exciting football for the most part, even which we'll get to that game in a minute. The Dolphins and Bills is more exciting overall to, than this game last night. Yes. But the fact that the Ravens had a chance, had they managed the clock a little bit better. Now, I mm-hmm. know that they had fourth and 20 for their last play, but had you had a few more seconds to orchestrate that play and to not be rushing around as much as he was, I feel like they would have had a better chance to I agree. get that win. I but agree. Uh, 
you know, it just it just goes to show that clock management is a big, big factor in games, as we saw with the San Diego game over the weekend as well. Oh, God. So, you know, when we when we put it on perspective, it was a really wild weekend. The only game that we watched that we knew from start to finish that they had was the San Francisco game. You know, mm-hmm. that was it which I give you props, you know, so I don't have any papers around, but I'll give you one individual, one, just one individual receipt. Give me not my a stack. Receipt. You give get one receipt. They only won one please. game. You get one receipt. And, and I, you you know, owe me more than one. No, just, just one individual receipt. And you know what? You're pushing, you're you pushing your luck. I'm about to rip it in half and give you half a receipt. Why are you only giving me half a receipt? Because it's only one game. He is not and Thomas Edward And you can't say that without laughing. <laughs> I know I can't. <laughs> you tried so hard to say that without. Listen, I've been guilty of the same. I have been guilty of the same. But you can't say that without laughing because you tried so hard to keep it in and you wanted to ball your fist up and make your face <laughs> into a fist so badly. But then you're like, Oh, got it. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, even even my little Winnie called you out on that. <laughs> hey, your little Winnie. We got little Vinny that we were just talking about. We got all sorts of Innies and Winnies and Vinnies going on up in here. Shout out to Sick Diggy as well for being uh, Shout out to Sick shout. Diggy for hanging it's with that, us this that, afternoon. Uh, the difference between WWE and AEW is that there isn't a lot of backstabbing in the former. Yeah, the latter is lacking in leadership, creative, and cohesion in the locker room. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's not a lot of whole backstabbing in AEW, but they do lack the leadership, creative, and cohesion in the locker room. So this little little one was watching the 49ers game with me on Saturday until um, we had to go out and go out and feed the rabbits uh, in the in the barn. Why are you trying to get loose? See. She she hears the sports talk and all of a sudden she just starts struggling. Come here. <laughs> she, she hears she hears the she hears the truth. She's probably gonna go find mama now. But <laughs> but she was hanging with me. She was hanging with us yesterday because we watched a lot of the Bills Dolphins game. We'll get to that one. We'll get to that one in a moment. But the only game that that wound up being a blowout was the 49ers and the Seahawks. And that took to the second half. But then when the second half started, the 49ers played ball the way they 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 know how to play ball. They ate the clock for 10 minutes. And then Nick Bosa showed up. <laughs> the Bosa's both were pretty destructive this, this weekend. Uh, yeah, one and, positive, and so- one negative. Um, you know, it, but on the other side of it, yeah, because you saw how Joey was throwing his helmet at the end of the game because he knew how ridiculous that was to be up 27 to 7 at halftime and just yes. give that game up. Like, that was absolutely ridiculous to a man. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on in their heads. Uh, you just wonder what's next for Brandon Staley. Well, well you just saw the graphic I put up last night. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's oh yeah, that's all right. Doing he was doing his yoga position and just giving it up to the other team. Mm-hmm. That's the nicest way. That's that's the nicest way. <laughs> like you said, that's the nicest way to put it. I didn't. I wasn't so nice. I said Brandon Staley. You're fine. 
<laughs> and of course, Charger fans came after me. Moved them! And that yeah. a few times. But again, I just repeat my statement. I just repeat my statement. Hey, Brandon Staley. You're fine. <laughs> and then, just to take it off the rails just a little bit more, who actually expected the Chargers to hold that lead last night? <laughs> Thank you, Cole Johnson, for that. Yes. Yes. Do that again. And to prove how much of a genius Cole, John- Cole Johnson is, after the walk-off field goal, the Jaguar fans in Altel Stadium was doing this. And while I'm taking the show off the rails, after the Seahawks got a field goal at the end of the first half, I did this while swearing. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. The host needs to collect himself for a moment or two. Please stand by. The host simply can't believe how people can be such dolts and idiots. Please stand by. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress. I knew you'd like that one. Oh, this is great! Is I knew you'd like that one. one. That's as great as stupid university. Like I, I, it's in the same category. Oh, did you say stupid university? Give it to him. Give him stupid university, stupid. So I realized that I think, even though it's not advertised, right? There has to be a place for stupid people. We don't know because we're not stupid, so we don't know anything about like a secret club society. So I've come to the conclusion that he graduated from SU, stupid university. Yeah, and all the all the stupid ass letters that go along with graduating <laughs> high honors of being stupid. I can't do no more, man. Aminos, dominos, vaminos. Stupid university, where everyone graduates magna cum stupid. <laughs> I had to give him that one. That's courtesy of Chris Bass and of course um Cole Johnson who gave us the gave us the video for that. The top two is that one and of course penis water. <laughs> that, that is another great one. My two favorite ones by Chris Bass all time. Snowman. I can't oh, we're gonna wear that. We're gonna wear the second one out on Friday. Because that's when, that's when base is on with uh, that's when base is on with us. Oh, I can't forget I can't forget this one either. Thank you, sick, for this. As far as what happened yesterday with the Los Angeles Chargers, and that's one of the few times I say it, it became a member of this. Me, fi, me, because there was no team effort in the second half, none. Nope. There was no team there was no team effort in the second half. And no one can tell and no one can tell me otherwise. 
because you don't blow a 27 nothing lead in a playoff game. They didn't want it bad enough. They, 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 there's no way that they wanted it bad enough. If you're going to give up that much of a deficit Mm -hmm. Um, or either that, or your play calling was so suspect that first round that they, that first, the first half that they just ultimately fixed it in a locker room, which is potentially, you know, could have been what the, the ultimate decision making of the Jacksonville Jaguars was, was change this and this and this because X, Y, and Z just isn't working out. In the first half. Now, Snowman and I covered this on episode 72 of the Interhouse Sports Debate. You got to get from A to B to get to 7 and then get to Z. So when you put all that geology together, and I said geology, right? Not geometry. This is geology mixed with geometry for geometry. Geometry. There you go. Yeah. Yes. You got to get from A to B to 7 to pi to Z. Yes. And that Pius is eating a slice of pizza while you try to figure out the first few steps to get to Z. Yes. So, yeah. So that and is. You don't know what the first few steps are. <laughs> and you don't. You don't. The seven could be a coordinate. That's for you to figure out. Get back to me on it. I'll tell you <laughs> if that's correct. <laughs> but if anybody's familiar with Raiders of the Lost Ark, all you need is to see that Roman numeral seven when you're digging for something. Okay. <laughs> that's. See, that equation explains the Chargers-Jaguars game. It explains the Ravens-Bengals game. And it sure as hell explains the Giants-Vikings game. Because we all said, you included, that when the Giants beat the Vikings in the playoffs, it was not an upset. It would not be an upset. Yep, because the Giants are a better team. They don't have the record to show for it, nine seven and one. But the Giants are a better team. I mean, it took a sixty-one yard walk-off field goal for the Vikings to win, and, and the Vikings were eleven and zero in one-possession games. They were one now, but the Vi- the Vikings look. The Vikings couldn't keep up with the Giants. I told there was you. only one tie yesterday, and that was at twenty-four piece. I told you they were exposed in those four losses they had during the uh, during the season last week when we were here snowman and I mean because they got and blown I've, out. <laughs> yes, and the teams that they lost to is just you, you got to compare and contrast here and the Giants have been taking Deion Sanders advice and they're coming. He says I'm coming, they're coming. Now, and, will they will he lead them to the Super Bowl this year? No, but like I told you last night on yep. Inter House Force Debate. They could be the team that could definitely potentially upset the 49ers. They could be a thorn in their listen, side. Listen, the Giants have been a historical thorn in the 49ers side for years. That's why I have no qualms in saying if there's a dangerous team in the NFC right now, it's the New York Giants. I have no qualms in saying that. Yeah, not the Eagles because they're just they're too banged up. Yeah, the Eagles, are, the Eagles are banged up. If any team will give us fits like they have over the years with Tom Coughlin and Bill Parcells, it's the New York Giants. And I have no problem in saying that. I have no problem in saying that in saying that whatsoever because I've seen the history of these two. I've seen the history of the uh, of these two teams. And the Giants have always, in the regular season and especially in the postseason, given us fits. They've given, them, they've given us fits. The same way the 49ers gave fits to the Seahawks on Saturday in that fourth quarter. Because it was a six-point lead going into the fourth quarter. It was a close game. 
And then Debo Samuel happened. And then Christian McCaffrey happened. And basically all hell broke loose in that fourth quarter. <laughs> all hell broke loose in that fourth period. The money period, as I, as I like to call it. But the Giants now go to Philadelphia. Tonight is a snooze fest between Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and the Arlington football team. <laughs> Arlington I, Desperados. That, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Cool McCain gave, gave us uh, the Arlington football team, all right? <laughs> I reincarnate that to the Arlington Desperado. The Arlington Desperado, and they're going to be that is, that, that's a Legacy Maker Sports Network term. I'm they're they're going to be. I can't take full credit for that, but I do know that it's a Legacy Maker Sports Network term. They're going to be desperate tonight. They're going to absolutely be desperate tonight because Tom Brady is seven and zero against the Cowboys. It'll be eight after tonight, and that's all I have to say about that. It's going to be eight and zero after tonight. Snowman to. Tallywhack with that here in a second. I like that background. Thank you. you. Know, keep that. Keep that one. I like. Courtesy that one. of Cole that's, Johnson. That's that's my vote for. I like that one better than your last one. Your last one was good, but this one, that one was dope. Now back to Thomas Edward Patrick Brady the second. Here we go with that again. We, Man, you wore that clip out last night. And I I, it. Hey, it, it wasn't that I wore it out. It kind of fit with what I was saying. It, 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 like, it. I've got a lot of feedback yeah. on it. I put a Facebook reel up on it. It's a thousand views now, Stoneman. I was like, holy shnikes. I didn't think it's going to be that quick, but me going off about one TEPB2, that's what I will say to keep you know, calm this you, time of day. You know, you know what's funny? Every time you threw that clip up there, it fit. It fit, <laughs> the, it fit the point that you were talking about. If y'all missed it, go check that out um, on our In and Out Sports Debate, episode 72. It'll be simulcast. It'll be rebroadcast on the SDM Sports Radio Network. Man, everything fit when you did that rant last night. <laughs> everything fit because you only said it live once. Every other time, because I saw you looking for it, you're like, wait, I got that button here somewhere. And you had that button <laughs> ready every time you wanted to say it. Crushed it. That was definitely we did. fun. We uh, did. That, that explains this one. So how bad will the Arlington Desperados, a.k.a. the Arlington football team, get beat up tonight? Well, will they make them go and and run out? No, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I also don't think that it's going to be a high-scoring contest either because, you no, know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's had some flashes in the pan this year where he's looked like him own self, but it's only been like for – a handful of games. Right. He struggled the majority of this season and willed yeah. this team in the playoffs. Now you give him as much hard time as you do, but be forty-five years old and still into, swinging it, and and, and will this team it. and will a team that doesn't deserve to be here. It does right. not deserve to be in the playoffs. But look at that. Look at that division. Yeah, look at that division. Two division. years ago it was one of the most competitive divisions in the league, and now it's a tank division. Well, now that Drew Brees is gone and the yeah. other direction of the other teams. Brees is gone. Newton is gone. Matt Ryan, mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's it, they kind of won it by default. Now, he, he still had to come back from a hard year to get back to this point to be able to get into the playoffs. Right. So, I when I when it's really hard to come up with the score. But if I were to really say, 
I would say 27-24 Tampa Bay. It's going to be close. It's, I'd say 19-10. to 10. It'll be think, nine, okay. It was 19-3 the first time they played in week one this year. It'll be 19, I think it'll be 19-10. to 10. I was trying to give them a little bit more just because of the 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 drama of the playoffs. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. does step it up, you know, at this point. Yeah. They don't have as many p- players banged up on both teams as, say, the Eagles do. The Eagles are probably the most banged up playoff team, and it's it's great for them to have this week off. the The Chiefs are going to be a team in the AFC. They're going to be the, the the most scariest team that, that they're going to have to. I mean, it's probably just as good as that Super Bowl team that they had a few years back. Now, what if it winds up being Chiefs and Bengals in the AFC title game? Uh well, based on what we saw yesterday against the Ravens, I don't think the Bengals have a shot this year. No, they, they don't look as good as they did no, last they, year, and they got hot they last year. Now, why couldn't Miami close the deal? Now that was an interesting Buffalo. game yesterday. That that yeah. one o'clock game was very interesting. It was seventeen nothing Bills. It should have been twenty one to nothing, but it was seventeen nothing Bills, and all of a sudden the wheels fell off. When we see a game like we did the night before, where Jacksonville came back on the Chargers, like we were talking about, and yep. and that we see that kind of comeback, you would think that seeing that on the end for the Dolphins yesterday, we we, we would see a victory in their point. Had they mm-hmm. had Tua, well, if Tua was on the team, and and he did his Tungalai Violo magic, we would have had a win for the Dolphins yesterday. You think but, so? With everything that's been going on with the you know the concussions for him, mm-hmm. th- of course, but that wasn't meant to be. Yeah. So you got your third string quarterback in there, Skylar Thompson in there. And there's something about third string quarterbacks this year, Snowman. <laughs> they keep getting the the light of day. But yes. you know, you you've got yes. the the best third string, the best Mr. Irrelevant there probably ever was, if we we're gonna say at this point. Uh, because I will at least give you that. Still, after, a mountain to, after, still a mountain to climb, though. Still after, a mountain to climb. After Saturday's victory, I'll give you that he is now the best he, Mr. Irrelevant. He threw for 3.30 on Saturday. He made 3.30 hey, look pretty. He made 3.30 look pretty. And check this out. The number that should scare even the Giants. Seattle surrendered 505 yards. That's yep. a season high for San Francisco, and the first time they've had 500 in a playoff game. I heard this stat. I'm going to butcher it, but I want to get it right. I think this is the first time they've had 500 yards plus in a playoff game since 1989. Really? Wow, that's interesting. I mean, you know, Brock Purdy, like we were saying, he threw for 330 and three touchdowns. Uh, yep. Christian McCaffrey, though. On 15 touches, 119 Mm. yards, averaging nearly eight yards per carry. He is back to where he was pre-injury. Like Kyle Shanahan has been utilizing him perfect. You know, and that's been one of the biggest things that has kept this team alive. And that's something you have to acknowledge too, Snowman. Had they not made that trade for Christian McCaffrey, all of this would not have happened. All of this would not be happening. You're right. You're absolutely right, because Christian McCaffrey right now has been the biggest key to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And he showed off against the Rams. I mean, he had few touches against Kansas City, and we got blown We got blown to bits at Levi Stadium. That left us at three and four. Going into a big game 
against the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles. And McCaffrey throws for a touchdown. He catches a touchdown and runs in for a touchdown. And basically since that game, put the rest of the NFC on notice. And since that game, not only has Kyle Shanahan schemed McCaffrey to get open and do what he and do what he does best, he's also schemed him to stay healthy. Yeah, it's definitely that that that's been what's definitely been the the big spark for this team. It's been keeping them going throughout uh, all the adversities between losing their one and then two, yep. resorting to three, and like three has been the the best resort of any third string I think I've ever seen in yes. NFL history. So I'll give you that. Still don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Still don't think they're going to get to the Super Bowl, Snowman. But we'll see how they do this next weekend against a team that wins tonight and most likely will be led by Thomas Edward Patrick Brady the second. Now you already know, and I'm going to make you laugh. Now you already know we already kicked his ass at Levi's Stadium. And should it be the Buccaneers, which I'm hoping because I don't want Cowboy fans in my face. (laughs) We're going to kick his ass again. But you know what heavily involves playoffs, Snowman? A little bit more than the regular season. And that's Vegas. How do the Raiders get involved in this? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You left Brad that Kings, one open. FanDuel. You left, picks. you left that one open, though. I did. I did. I did. You, left that, you left that one open. but I could have said New was, York, but when I say Vegas, it's like ultimately when you, we are. Oh, you say New York, and this guy shows up. Mm-hmm. What's up, Wise Alfefe. What's up, my brother? What's up, Wise? Uh, a Pizzle in the house with us. Hey, drop your questions in the chat. That's how we'll close up. We'll close up shop. After a break, we'll answer some questions, and we'll put the put a bow on this bad boy you are watching and listening to the sports senseis with drew and brian we're back in a minute the original think drink is back level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition no gimmicks no jitters no messing around just high potency results that keep you moving day or night there's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. Now, I'm known as the guy who can fix just about anything, but the technology in most appliances requires very special training to fix. And that's why my family has Choice Home Warranty. Choice Home Warranty covers over 25 major home systems and appliances. That's your AC, heating, plumbing, kitchen and laundry appliances, and so much more. Call Choice Home Warranty now before something breaks down. Get protection for your heating, AC, plumbing, kitchen and laundry appliances, and more. Call 800-973-6121. Hey, everyone. I'm joined by my old friend, Mr. Ellis Williams, a.k.a. Mr. Biggs. You called me and you told me, you said, man, I got car. Shield and it worked. What made you get it? I have this old SUV and I know the manufacturer warranty is about to run out. I don't want to get stuck with expensive car repairs. Right. So I gave Car Shield a call. Covers were very affordable and there was no long-term contract. A few months after that, transmission went on my car. I took it to my mechanic. They called Car Shield and saved my family and I $2,400. 
Car Shield is America's number one auto protection company. Their administrators have paid out over a billion dollars in claims and cover most vehicles from 5,000 to 150,000 miles. You'll receive 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, rental reimbursement at no additional charge. Give Car Shield a call today before it's too late. Remember, Car Shield cars go farther. Protect yourself now against expensive auto repair bills. Call 800-513-9263. Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network, presents a Sertoba Media production where the struggle is real to be awesome. You should know your role and shut your mouth! Drew and Company's K-Fabe Express will premiere a week from tomorrow. January 24th, we'll drop the first episode of K-Fabe Express. I'm looking forward to it. I hope y'all are too. It's going to be a lot of fun. And congratulations to you, Mr. Drew Willingham, for Kayfabe Express. I know it's something you've been working on for a while, and I know it's going to take. I know it's going to take off. So, to, a week from tomorrow, January 24th, the premiere of Kayfabe Express, and you can catch it on the Legacy Maker Sports Network as well as the SDM Sports Radio Network. Be nothing. It'll be nothing but honor to. Uh, carry that show uh we're gonna uh got a couple questions here or a question here and a pizzle posed it who starts ne- le- next year lance or purdy purdy that's easy uh you, you it depends it depends on how this next game goes all right snowman i'll give you this if he wins this next game and, and plays like he did in the last game i can see that happening but if you go against Thomas Edward Patrick Brady the second or hell I mean I've been okay, throwing so much shade on the Cowboys but even if they face the Cowboys and okay, whichever and one of the two teams and they and lose either of the asses huh I'm just saying I'm, what what if the 49ers lose then in the divisional game then the, the discussion you already stay, begins you stay, you stay Trey Lance Purdy. or Purdy you stay with Purdy I mean he's giving you more than enough film and and people uh, teams have more than enough film to figure out how to stop uh, Brock Purdy, and they haven't yet. You stay with Purdy. You roll. You you roll with Purdy. Sick Diggy dropped us a question from Norway. How much rebuilding will be required for the Los Angeles Rams to become a championship caliber team? A lot. They need some draft capital, and they traded it all away. They traded it all away. The first thing they need is a quarterback because Baker Mayfield is not going to be the solution. Nor is Matthew Stafford. Uh... I mean, because Staff- Stafford's what thirty four, and we all saw the disaster Baker Mayfield had in Carolina. He didn't even finish the season there. I just, I just don't know about Brock Purdy and only seven games played. You say there's enough film on him to 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 have him as your number one going to next year. I, I just, yep. I'm still stuck on that. Play I don't it. know. In seven, six regular season games. Play gut, I play. I'm playing a gut feeling. You go with Purdy. Because if he loses this divisional game, I say no. If he wins the divisional game, 
Win or lose, I'll, I'll, give it. I'll give you your receipt on win that. Win or then. lose, win or lose, you stay with Purdy. You can't even say that without laughing. <laughs> you can't even say that without laughing. <laughs> I'm trying over here, Snoopy. I'm trying. I know you're trying. I'm trying too. We're laughing. What's that tell you? I know. What's that? What, what's that tell you? It tells you we're having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, Diggy and A Pizzle here in the house with us. Um, Hero in the Apocalypse hanging out with us as well. Thanks to you and thanks to Wise El Jefe hanging out with us as, as well. And the man, the myth, the legend himself, Cole Spores. Cole! Hanging out with us. And that will be on the air Wednesday afternoon on Cole's YouTube channel and the SDM Sports Network. So we're picking up a lot of great podcasts and a lot of great shows. So hang on with us, folks. You say there li- there's limited tape on Purdy. There's only three games of footage with Lance. Yeah, and, that's a, that's and, a and, and third game with Lance that. is not even completed. No, I'll give you that. No, you're you're all, you're all there's, there's only two and a half games with Lance. You got yeah. more than enough footage on Purdy to determine he's your quarterback going forward because this is a point that Cole said to me. Purdy has is has been the most comfortable in that West Coast offense since Steve Young. Yeah. I mean, the first name that um, Cole mentioned to me was uh, Jeff Garcia, but he's even more comfortable. He's even more comfortable than him. I mean, Steve Young, yeah. we know what Steve Young did to run that offense. And now you got Kyle Shanahan. And who was Steve Young's offensive coordinator? Mike Shanahan. Yeah, it just took Steve Young a lot longer to get into the game than what Brock Purdy will get. Like Steve Young, like uh, had to go through a lot more ups and downs than what in in that position in in uh, on that, to, that franchise it, than what you it know. took an injury to their franchise quarterback and Joe Montana for that to happen. And Montana mm-hmm. was out for two years. Facts. And nearly, in nearly, nearly two years. So it came to a point just like it did here. Didn't have a choice. An injury dictated that move, just like an injury dictated this one. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, two injuries dictated the move for Purdy, the injury to Lance and the injury to Garoppolo. Yep. It took two injuries to dictate this move. But when an injury dictates a move and you see what you see, and it didn't take long for Young to get really, really immersed in this offense. It didn't take long. But it did take a while for him to really get better. That 94 season with Steve Young really brought out, even though he won two passing titles, he won the MVP in 1992, it really was that 1994 season where he set and broke all kinds of records for him to really get immersed and comfortable in that offense. That's why I say with Purdy win or lose next weekend and he's at home, go with him. Stick him in the offense, stick him in the offense and give him the playbook. Here's the drive, the here's the 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 point where I feel or felt Purdy is the man going forward. There's two minutes left in the first half, and they're playing Tampa Bay. 49ers up 21 to nothing. And Greg Olson said it during that broadcast. Let's see how aggressive Kyle Shanahan is with Brock Purdy as your quarterback. Because you know how aggressive you want to be with Jimmy Garoppolo starting? Because Garoppolo is the the veteran presence in the offense. He knows the offense. He's been there a few years. 
Man, that dime he dropped to drop to Brandon Ayuk to take it from 21 nothing to 28 to nothing. That shows you a how uber aggressive Kyle Shanahan can be with this offense. And B, that shows how much trust the team and the coaching staff has in Brock Purdy. That that shows exactly how much trust they have in Brock Purdy. I mean, that alone and and the, the the fact that they didn't panic after being down 17-16 against Seattle and knowing they were getting the ball to start the third quarter, Purdy can run that offense blindfolded. And he yeah. marched them right down the field. And the best part about that drive, and I will say it again, they chewed up almost 11 minutes on that 17-play mm-hmm. drive. 11 minutes with a third-string quarterback. A mix of run, a mix of pass, a mix of McKay. And they converted one, two, three, four, four third downs on that drive. Mm. Two big ones. Uh, a big one to George Kittle and a bigger one to Debo Samuel. Yep. Each of those was plus 50. Each of those passes were plus 15 yards. But if you haven't seen that, I don't think I still have it, but I'll try and pull it up here. How comfortable can Brock Purdy be in that offense? Go back to, go back to the game against Seattle in Seattle where they had a chance to clinch the division and then Kyle Shanahan and his mastermind does this fake toss two fake tosses and then to Kittle over the middle touchdown San Francisco and with all those weapons around him all he can do is get better all you, Brock Purdy can do with those weapons around him is get better. Do you agree with Sick? They should keep Lance and Jimmy G. I'm on the fence about Lance. You can get draft capital back for him if you trade him now. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what the 49ers need going forward because they're going to be a competitive team for a long time because I really believe they have found their quarterback of the future. All he has to do is stay healthy and he can run that offense blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance can get you some draft capital. I mean, much love to him, but he can't run this offense the same way Brock Purdy can. To a point, he can't run the offense the same way Jimmy Garoppolo can. The biggest, well, it's not a secret weapon anymore. The biggest weapon that Brock Purdy presents to this 49ers offense, mobility. Yep. And that's why the comparison to Steve Young comes up. Montana was mobile for a while, but as he got older, he stayed in the pocket more. I mean, Steve Young did the same thing, learning how to be a pocket passer. But Steve Young not only ran, but ran people over. Yeah. Uh, but you can't say Steve Young is better than Tom Brady, though. He is better than Tom Brady. Come on, Snowman. What's in that cup today? Ice water. Come on, Snowman. Look, I will say this once again. See, you can't even you can't even offer an argument without laughing. I can't because you said With, Steve Young's favorite top Brady. 
He is. No, he's not. Hell, Montana's better than Tom Brady. Cole, and I, can prove it by say, and I can prove it by saying this sentence right here. Everything that Tom Brady has achieved, Montana did first. I'm talking about Steve Young. <laughs> you said Steve Young's better than Tom Brady. Get out of here. He is. No, he's not. <laughs> he is. No, he is not. Yes, he is. Sports with a Z helped me out before I take that Z and shove it up Snowman's rear end. He's not making any sense right now. <laughs> Give me my microphone here. I know this is a tripod, but I'll use it as a microphone. You're a big wrestling fan. You love The Rock just as much as I do. And if you don't understand that, you damn sure will understand this. Good old-fashioned USA, just bring it. <laughs> I've been wanting to say that for a while. I've been wanting to bring it <laughs> No, Cole. We're talking. He said Steve Young is better than Tom Brady. He not is. Montana. Steve Young, the greatest lefty quarterback to ever play the game. Steve Young. Okay, so you're getting some help. He can't go with it, but I can. Thank you. No, you put it back up there for longer than a half a second, Snowman. You put it there. He's it's one there. No, there it is. Come on. One. <laughs> Come on, Cole. I still see you. No, I, no, no. There's, there's one thing. Here. I will say this. I will say this. There's one thing that Steve Young has. There's a record that Steve Young has that Tom Brady does not have. Touchdown passes in a Super Bowl game. Well, you piss him off enough, he's going to come back at you with that, and he's going to do it this year, Snowman. He's going Wrong. To have, like, Eight touchdowns in the Super Bowl this year. And he's gonna that ain't going to happen because he's, it, it doesn't matter who we play next weekend. They're going to get obliterated. Yeah. And the, the key to next weekend is the most dangerous thing about this 49er team right now in three words, four, four words. They are completely healthy. Because think about it. All throughout this 10-game regular season winning streak, they always had someone missing, whether it be Debo, whether it be McCaffrey, whether it be someone along the offensive line, whether it be a question about Nick Bosa. Uh, they missed Dre Greenlaw for three games. They missed Fred Warner for a game. They didn't even have Javon Kinlaw for half of the season. They're outstanding defensive lineman out of South Carolina. The scariest thing about this 49er team right now, they are completely healthy. Not to mention they are deep at every position. Yes. They are deep at every position. And the second half adjustments that the secondary made to keep Seattle in check, especially when Seattle tried to march down the field and get the go-ahead touchdown, the defense came up with a huge play, which basically took the game away from Seattle, and that was the strip sack. Yep. The scariest thing right now, and I'll close with this, the scariest thing right now for anybody, Giants included, but I know the Giants are going to give us hell should it come to that. The 49ers are completely healthy. That should frighten the daylights out of people. Mm. They are completely healthy. 
And the fact that we have Javon Kinlaw back on that defensive line. I wish this was something other than ice water right about now, but I still have work to do this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Royston Gibbs, good afternoon to you, my friend. Greetings, Royston. Greetings. (laughs) Greetings. Talk some sense in the snowman. He's up in here trying to say Steve Young is better than one Thomas Edward Patrick Brady II. I still can't get over that. You stop picking people. You probably say Kurt Warner's better than Tom Brady. I won't say that. Okay. I won't say that. But Kurt Warner was the first to throw for 400 in the Super Bowl. Now, Brady's done that four times, okay, including a 500-yard game. And, yes, Royston, the Giants did win, like we all predicted. Everyone on the panel, Drew included, Friday when we did our picks, picked the Giants. The Vikings weren't a matchup. Come on. Yeah, last last Monday, couldn't say it enough how much I was going to pick the Giants to win that game, and they definitely did not disappoint. So I was definitely happy to see that they uh, kept that thing going for us. Now I got one I, I about one Kurt Two Chains cousins. Why are you throwing a three yard out pass on a fourth and eight? Mm. You gotta get eight yards. Why aren't you throwing something past the sticks? It made no sense, no man. None none whatsoever. I, I didn't I didn't get where that play call came from. Oh Cole took a shot. And I'll let you read it. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. needs to retire and repair his marriage. Cole, you are absolutely correct. I'm not <laughs> disputing that whatsoever. However, I will say this he has a really good shot. Mode him. <laughs> next year. <laughs> You realize they missed that because I said move him and I pressed the button. <laughs> and Cole, Cole, you're right. As I've been predicted for weeks with you saying that the Minnesota Vikings were exposed in all four of those losses this year. Yes. And, and basically yes, yes. that they were going to lose to the Giants this past weekend. Me, Snowman, you called it right yep. on the month. Yep. Um, Paul Allen. Are you kidding me? On that last play of the game. <laughs> That's a, that last play of the game. That, 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 that is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. That's yeah, where Stephen A was going with that. Yep. That, yep. He was spot on with that. Uh, listen. I got a few sounds for that last play yesterday. Bruh. Being one of them. Bazinga. Being another. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That just seemed to fit. It did. It, it totally did. Paul Allen, see, Paul Allen made that call in 2016 after Blair Walsh chunked a, a 29 yard field, 27 yard field goal and missed it wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did. And, and, Are you kidding yeah. me? You know, he's it's still not as bad as what was that guy's name for the Bills back in the day, Scott Norwood. You know, oh like, god, yeah, why right? Yeah, I wouldn't want to have his miss. No, but, uh, uh, Cole Sports, uh, we're talking with the fans here while we wrap it up. 
Paul Allen probably did say that yesterday after the turnover on downs. I'm not surprised. Me neither. Me neither. And, uh, I, I got the perfect question that every Viking fan at U.S. Bank Stadium was asking yesterday after that three-yard check down on a fourth and eight. What in the all types of blue hell? <laughs> Chris Bay. <laughs> As the Giants gave him a Tiger uppercut. <laughs> Fourth and eight, and you're going to throw a check down. What in the all types of blue hell? <laughs> I thought the idea was you play to win the game. Yes. Yeah, Herm Edwards. You play to win the game. And after that last play, you're despicable. <laughs> Every fan at U.S. Bank Stadium has got to be saying, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> uh, hang on, I gotta, I gotta, re- I gotta read one. Um, Cole Sports threw one out there, but I'm gonna read it like I would if this was a sick diggy statement. Oh sick. no, sick! If you want to give me a slack jaw VPN before we get out of here, I'll be happy to read that off too. Yeah, give, give, one, yeah, give me this that one. For, this one's for Cole. Okay. 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 Thomas Edward Patrick Brady II needs to retire and chase some mid-age trim. Now, we may have to give credit to Dexter Lawrence in forcing that check down size. I had to do that afterwards as well because he... Of course. Of course. Yeah. I, I still I still think a lot, all of Minnesota was saying... Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll try to do six like off memory. If I can, like, I'll try to do it. Like, all right, hey, Sid, like, can you give us that slack jaw? <clears throat> I mean, here, here goes. Here goes. Okay. Drew Willingham is brought to you by Slackjaw VPN. If you need to do some slacking on the down low, choose Slackjaw VPN for smooth slacking. <laughs> I think that was it. I think that's it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> What's that one? Uh, current affair. Remember the show, a current affair. Yeah, uh, no, I don't. But I, I'm going to look that up because I'll, I've I've heard that term before, and I like it. But he <laughs> just brought. He just. I got it. Typed it up. You got he, it. You he got it. it up, but it's. I feel like the way that I did it was right. So I'm going to. I'm going to. Do gonna it again. Do it again. This episode is brought to you by Slackjaw VPN. When you need to slack off on the down low, choose Slackjaw VPN. For smooth slacking. <laughs> you know I'm gonna cut the hell out of that. <laughs> you got Cole, it. you got your next project. <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, I'm gonna pay a tribute to Cole here with some of the stuff he's come up with. <laughs> I already played Stupid University. We had this one this morning. This coffee with McCarthy is sponsored by Steph Curry Cognac. One. And it's lights out. <laughs> I love That's it. one of the best. I love That's it. That's one of the best. And for you, in honor of Chris Bass. Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson is brought to you by Penis Water. For the ebbs and flows of life, trust Penis 15 Water. <laughs> That's a new one. I haven't seen this one. I haven't seen that one before. <laughs> I 
the where does the fifteen come from? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. I don't know where that one came from. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. Lord. <laughs> the yellow behind it. The that's shower. the genius of Cole Johnson, okay? You know uh, that's the genius of Cole Johnson. This oh, hey. is brought to you by Clearwater Laxatives. When yeah, it gets muddy, yeah, was... Clearwater is your buddy. Oh, I wanted to do it. <laughs> Go for it. Take it. Go for it. This madness is brought to you by Clearwater Laxatives. When it gets muddy, Clearwater is your buddy. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. Clearwater <laughs> Laxatives? <laughs> My stomach hurts. Rod, what are you talking about? Disney movie now because it's coming. Oh, what are you, what are you ta- I'm still trying to get over Clearwater Laxatives. You know what? I, I got some, I got something for Rod here. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rod, take this. Hold him. End of the show is... <laughs> that thing crashed. <laughs> yes. And and that's Cole Johnson's production, okay? <laughs> so here's what happened with penis water. The lion tried to sell tried to sell I can't even read this. <laughs> He couldn't spell it. <sighs> I can't even. So Ryan tried here. to sell. He tried to sell. <laughs> Folks, we got to get out of here. Uh, this is you guys. You guys crushed it in the chat today. Like I got to give acknowledgement. I got to give acknowledgement today because I was I was tearing up uh, trying to trying to read all that. That was that was great, guys. <laughs> Every Monday, thank you guys so much. Every Monday, I have a blast doing this with Snowman at 105 p.m. Eastern. Thank you guys for being here. Before we get out of here, got to give a shout out tonight at 7:05 p.m. Eastern, episode 73 of the Inner Out Sports Debate on Legacy Maker Sports Network, and tomorrow night, episode 74 with the real Dwayne Allen from the wrestling realm. Corey Mann tonight, the real Dwayne Allen tomorrow night. It's going to be great. But I've had a blast. I just read six comments. I've had a blast with Snowman over the course of the past. It's been let two episodes for 24 hours. Read this. I just realized that Rod West is a Disney princess on the down low. <laughs> so that's what Rod's auditioning for is a Disney movie. He's trying to get us to stay tuned in. We're getting out of here, folks. You guys are awesome. Tu- you guys were great. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Sports Sensei's Unleashed. We're out of here. See you next Monday. <laughs>